eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption. I talk about sustainable living, but also things like motherhood, mindfulness, and intentional living. Things that overall help you live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you are listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, so today I want to talk about something that's pretty big in the eco-friendly living space. So if you follow a lot of sustainability content creators or different people on social media that talk about eco-friendly living, this is probably something that you've heard of before and it is just so rampant today in every single store that you go into. So today we're going to talk about greenwashing. Most of you guys have probably at least heard this term before and have a an idea of what it is, but in case you have never heard of it before, it's when companies pretty much rebrand and remarket their products in a way that makes them seem eco-friendly instead of actually making eco-friendly changes to the products. So in general, like things like your favorite brand of dish soap, coming out with a green version of the dish soap or one that has a green label where it's coined as natural, biodegradable, et cetera, et cetera, anything like that. There are so many companies that literally will just make a green version of their product or one that has green packaging and somehow they try to coin it as more sustainable and an an eco-friendlier version of their product. And there's a really fine line between this because there's a difference between greenwashing and then companies that are actually trying to make a difference and are genuinely trying to become more sustainable. So any company that's out there that is actually making great strides towards sustainability, that is amazing. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the big companies that know that green products sell. And so they will say whatever they need to in order to try to make their products seem more sustainable and eco-friendly. There was actually a study that showed that 66% of consumers were willing to pay more money for eco-friendly products. So of course, a lot of big companies that have their eyes on this and that know about this are going to try to either shift their products to be more sustainable or at least make it seem like that's what they're doing, right? And it's so hard as a consumer to differentiate. I feel like a lot of people end up going with these products that really aren't any more sustainable than the products on the shelves next to them, but it's just so easy to fall for the greenwashing techniques. So different examples of these greenwashing techniques are using colors like green. And again, a lot of companies will straight up just make a version of their product, put a green label on it, and call it a day. Green is often associated with the environment, with sustainability, and just in general, like when you hear the term green products, that at least what comes up in my mind is a an eco-friendly, 
sustainable product, right? So a lot of them will literally just turn the colors green. That way, whenever you look at that product, you associate it with being more natural, being more eco-friendly, things like that. The next way that companies will often greenwash is by using buzzwords. Things like natural, sustainable, biodegradable, recyclable. And I feel like anybody who sees those words are like, oh cool, like we are kind of taught just to trust what we are told, right? Like we take it at face value. If you're going and looking up different laundry detergents and one of them says natural or eco-friendly on it, I feel like most consumers, at least myself personally, I know that I don't have any qualifications to look at what the laundry detergent is made up of to see if it indeed is natural or eco-friendly, right? So at least in the past before I learned about greenwashing, I would just be like, oh cool, like this one's an eco-friendly one, right? Because why would we have any reason to think otherwise? But in reality, these words, most of them are not They have no legal definition, right? So you see the term biodegradable on something and there's no legality behind that word. So any company can put that on any product and there's no like consequences if something happens and people find out it's not biodegradable. Same with natural. That's one that a ton of companies put on it. But again, legally, they can put natural on any product and there's no legal definition that would hold them accountable for anything. Same thing with recyclable. So many companies will say now with recyclable packaging or, you know, whatever, but is it actually recyclable, like universally recyclable? Usually no, unless it like you specifically know otherwise. So again, they use these buzzwords that make you think it's a better option when really they're just throwing it on there and it means absolutely nothing. One example of this for anybody that's like, okay, like what does this look like on the shelf? So one that I saw floating around social media that just absolutely boggled my mind was there was a brand of skincare, a different, like a beauty brand, and they were advertising their new eco-friendly product. And the big thing was that it had a new paper bottle. And, you know, most people know that paper is better for the environment than plastic because paper can... It's compostable, it breaks down very easily, et cetera, et cetera. So it had, it said a new paper bottle. And of course the label was green, you know, but somebody, one of the customers cut open that, you know, quote, quote, paper bottle. And underneath was literally a plastic bottle. So it was a plastic bottle with a thick paper coating or like a thick cardboard coating almost. And they were called out so many times that they had to come out and publicly apologize for greenwashing this product because so many people were buying it like, oh my gosh, yes, like finally one of their beauty products that's not plastic. And of course you cut it open and even though it says new paper bottle, it was plastic underneath. And this is just one example. There are literally thousands upon thousands of different companies that are doing this with their products, changing it to different coloring, using the buzzwords, doing anything that they can to make customers and potential customers think that their product is more eco-friendly than it really is. So why is this harmful? So obviously, I've already talked about that 66% of consumers are willing to pay more for eco-friendly products, right? So a lot of times these companies will 
charge more for the things that are coined as the natural or eco-friendly version. And as the consumer, it makes you feel good to buy it. You're like, oh, this one's eco-friendly. Like, I feel so good about that. But really, you're just being tricked into buying a product that's still not good for the environment, still not sustainable, eco-friendly, or natural in any way. So it's literally just these companies lying in order to get you to buy their product. And again, it's like the companies probably think, well, no harm, no foul. We make sales. They still have their dish soap, yada, yada. But it really sucks because people that are trying to be more conscious about their environmental impact buy these products thinking that they are making a positive change. And really, they aren't at all. So these companies greenwashing and lying to them are suckering them into buying a product that's just as bad for the environment instead of getting to buy a product that would actually make a difference for the environment and actually lower their waste or, you know, make their house a little bit more eco-friendly. So it really just holds people back from making actual eco-friendly swaps in their lives because they think that's what they're doing when really they're not. So a few signs to watch out for if you're trying to spot greenwashing is that it's very vague like in terms of the label and saying, again, using those buzzwords. So if there's nothing to back up those buzzwords, if there's nothing to back up those claims that they're making, then that's a really good sign that it's just greenwashing, right? If it says 100% biodegradable packaging, but then that's the only thing it says about the packaging being biodegradable, chances are it's really not any better for the environment. Or, you know, again, things like natural, eco-friendly, if it has that on the label, but then you look for further proof on the back of the packaging or the side or whatever, and you literally can't find anything else to back up the claim of that buzzword, then chances are that's a greenwash product. So how do we combat this? How do we not fall victim to greenwashing? Honestly, the easiest way is probably a quick Google search. Even if you're standing in the middle of the aisle in Target, like looking at different hair products or, you know, Ziploc bags, whatever it is, do a Google search of that specific company or that line and see if their website makes sustainability a priority. See if that company actually looks like on their website, if it looks like they're actually making strides to make their products eco-friendly and sustainable and things like that. This might sound kind of just like common sense or like, oh, well, they could lie on their website too. But honestly, this is the best way to do it. Even if you want to specifically Google like this specific product, is it eco-friendly? I almost guarantee you that something will come up with a different blogger or researcher or an article talking about if the product really is eco-friendly. Like, different lines of clothing that claim to be eco-conscious, just anything like that. So really just doing your research, which I know this is not a convenient answer. It sucks that there's no fast and easy way to do this. You really just have to dive deep into every product that might be greenwashed in order to kind of see the true intentions behind the brand to see if it really is an eco-friendly alternative or if it is greenwashed. The next thing that I will say that can help combat greenwashing is to try to find true eco-friendly alternatives. 
So for example, if you're standing in the grocery store aisle trying to get an eco-friendly dish soap, if you're just sick of the plastic and you want something that is going to be better for the environment, instead of looking for one in the grocery store that claims to be natural or that looks like it has eco-friendly packaging, actually do a little bit of research or look online for a zero waste alternative. Like instead of buying a dish soap that is still in plastic but says biodegradable packaging, all natural ingredients, yada yada, maybe buy a zero waste dish soap block or even there are different companies that have refillable dish soap or have ones in aluminum cans since aluminum is a lot easier to be recycled than plastic and is better for the environment so really like kind you just have to dig deep and if you want an eco-friendly alternative instead of paying two dollars more for the quote quote eco-friendly dish soap that's really not any better than the products around it try to find a swap that is act that you know is better for the environment And I know that this can be overwhelming because there are millions of options for every single product out there. So if you're just going to the grocery store and you're like, oh, I'm out of sponges, let me try to find one that's a little bit better for the environment. I know that it can be really hard. And that's why I always suggest that if you do want to make eco-friendly changes in your life, to make a list of all the swaps that you want to do and slowly phase those out, right? Like do one or two swaps at a time. And then in the meantime, instead of like if this month you're doing the swap for bamboo dish brushes and dish soap, you know, maybe hold off on trying to find a greener version of laundry detergent until next month, right? Just kind of pace yourself. That way you have time to do research and make an informed decision about the products that you buy. And this is all going back to just being a conscious consumer, which again, I know is really hard in this day and age because so many different products are marketed straight to us and just thrown in our face. And it's really, really hard to make informed decisions and research when there's so many other things going on in the world. But again, that's why one small change at a time, you know, if Again, have that list of swaps. And if you are at the grocery store and you're like, oh crap, maybe I should find an eco-friendly alternative to Ziploc bags, paper towels, dish soap, whatever it is, make a list on your phone and go home and do the research before, again, before you get suckered into buying a product that might be greenwashed. So yeah, that's about it. But I hope that this episode just gave you a a clearer idea of what greenwashing is and how to combat it. Again, I know that there's really no easy way and it sucks because there's a, again, there's a line in the sand where some companies actually are trying to make a difference, be more eco-friendly and make good sustainable changes to their products. But again, there are so many companies out there that are just interested in making more money and actually have no intentions. Like they would rather pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to rebrand all of their labels to green than they would to actually, you know, research to find out what could help their company be better for the environment. So it's really hard and it can be very overwhelming especially like now that you've listened to this episode next time you go to the grocery store your eyes are going to roll so hard once you actually start being able to spot these greenwashed products because once you see one of them once your eyes are opened and you're kind of 
you know, aware of this problem, you start seeing it and noticing it everywhere. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. So again, try not to get too overwhelmed, but I think that at least learning about greenwashing and knowing about it is a really, really important thing to have in your tool belt if you're trying to live more eco-friendly, right? It's another thing that just helps us be more aware and conscious and helps us be better consumers. So yeah, I hope this episode helped you and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. Until next time.